If you need mustard for that corned beef you're making, get Colleen's Irish Mustard. Colleen's Irish Mustard unites mustard haters and mustard lovers from around the world. Currently, Colleen's Irish Mustard has three flavors in mild, regular, and spicy. For more information on Colleen's Irish Mustard, visit www.irishmustard.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the 100% Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Glinsky, and my partner, Nathan Sabo, is here. Nathan, how are we doing today? We're doing great because it's 80 degrees outside, and I'm happy. <laughs> and you're watching baseball. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, got to watch some Tuesday afternoon baseball here in the Motor City. Yeah. How do you like the new Bally Sports logo, like the new setup on the... Um, all the graphics, yeah, all the graphics, and all that. it's and uh, uh, <laughs> I don't have a word for it. It's I like it. It's okay. Um, what I don't like is hockey. Like for the Red Wings games and stuff, it's on the bottom now. Yeah, and like it's always on the top, always has been, and it's kind of annoying. But whatever, it's not that big of a deal, I guess. <laughs> to me, I haven't watched many Piston games. Tiger games or Red Wing games with the new graphics on it, but I've seen I've seen pictures of it, and I I'm just not a fan of like you know how on the right side of it they have yep. like the other games going on. I don't like that either. I I'd agree. rather have it at the bot like you know how with Sports Center will have it or Fox will have it they'll show it and it's at the bottom not attached to the graphics. Not really a fan of that, and I don't like how it's the score and that is like shoved into the bottom left corner. I wish it was- yeah, I know. It's like that stuff's like front and center now. The scores of other games, whereas before it's just kind of on the bottom out of your viewing path. So whatever, they'll fix it. I'm not going to be so mad about it. It's not like our teams are any good, so we don't have to worry about it. Hey, Tigers are on an uprise here. Thank God, finally. And that's strike three. And what is the current score of the Tigers right now? It's three to two in the bottom of the seventh. Yeah, Tigers are winning the World Series this year, I heard. Okay, come on, come on. <laughs> Just win 70 games. I don't know, they looked, they looked pretty good at the start, but, you know, that they always do it every single year, no matter no matter what the year is, they could have a great year or it's a bad year. They somehow always start April off hot, and then they just cool down, and then... That is true. They always have gotten off to a good start. I don't know why that is, but that is true. Yeah, but they can't sustain it. At least the last few years, they have not been. Well, that's because they're a horrible team the last few years. This year, they're actually, they're not horrible. They're still bad, but they're not, you know, number one pick overall horrible like the rest of our teams. Yeah. And yesterday uh, in the national championship game, a person who played on Gonzaga, who I would not mind being in a piston uniform, Jalen Suggs, uh, was featuring yesterday against Baylor. And boy, oh boy. Is Baylor good at basketball? I, to be honest, I saw Baylor play a few times this year. I didn't think they were like all that special. I thought you know anyone could beat them. Like I thought because they they seem to live or die at the three, and I just thought you know they get them on a bad shooting day that they'll lose. But man, yesterday they were hitting everything, and their defense, which I did not see in the games I watched, 
be anything special. But yesterday, they were so good, so energetic. The, they crashed the offensive glass. And just a few quick numbers is Jared Butler had 22. We had Massey Oteague, who has a weird-looking jump shot, at 19 points. And then Davion Mitchell, all three of their guards, had double digits as he had 15 points. But I think one of the crazy stats was Mark Vital. 11 rebounds and most of those were on the offensive glass that you know mm-hmm. that got them those second chance points and to me it just seemed like Gonzaga was hung over from the UCLA game it just seemed they had no energy Sug Sug seemed to bring in some energy but other than that they just didn't seem Gonzaga did not see themselves at all yeah you pretty much hit everything there it was um it was a boring game at least it wasn't really boring where it was all defense. It was fast paced, you know, up and down the court. But I mean, yeah, Bay- Baylor dominated them. And I'm with you. I think Baylor, Baylor, I think Gonzaga was just, like you said, hung over from that UCLA game. And they just, they didn't bring the same intensity they have throughout the whole tournament. And Baylor, man, with those three guards, they were so dominant. And I think this is the first time I've ever picked the right team to win the national championship. <laughs> um, Although the rest of my bracket was screwed, but you know that that was a great performance by Baylor all around. They deserved it. They were the and this was I think everybody would agree that these were the best two teams that were playing in the national championship game. Which you know that doesn't always happen in March Madness, so it was kind of cool to see them go at it, even though it was a bad game overall. But the best team won the tournament, and I don't think you could say that many years that the best team won the tournament. So overall. Great season for both of them. I don't want to hear this, you know, Gonzaga undefeated because they didn't play anybody. Yeah, I know they didn't, but it's still a great accomplishment to them overall. So, yeah, March Madness came to a close, and I don't know. I I just felt like that Final Four, besides the UCLA-Gonzaga game, the whole weekend was just, I don't know, kind of boring, I guess. And that's just me, except for the buzzer beater, which was awesome. Yep. And... When they were talking about, you know, I think it was either Baylor or Gonzaga. I think it was the Gonzaga-UCLA game where they were talking about how a team can't be tested. is just like you have to be tested in order to win a national championship. And I'm thinking Villanova was not tested when they won the national championship against in uh, 2018 where they just blew out everyone by double digits, even in the final four against Kansas, which that game was over in the first – seven minutes, and then when they played Michigan, that game was over at halftime. <laughs> and Baylor seemed to me like they were tested. They just seemed to blow everyone out. I mean, the Houston game, that game was over real quick. And I'm just going to try to look at the scores here real quick. But they they just blew out everyone, even yesterday. I know Gonzaga tried to make runs, which they got down – they got the lead down to 10 nine a few times, which I thought, okay, we're, we're going to have ourselves a pretty good game. And then all of a sudden, the gut punch happened. And Baylor started hitting the threes, the blocks. I think the block from Vital and then out in transition, they got, I think it was Mitchell or something, out in an open three. They hit that. Then they went up back by 16. I was like, mm, this game's over. There's no way they're coming back. Yeah, looking at the games here, they won by 13 against Wisconsin, 11 against Villanova, uh, nine against Arkansas and yeah. and 19 against Houston, 16 against Baylor or excuse me against Gonzaga. So they were tested it a little bit, but not much as they won every game by double digits. And then we don't even bring up the Hartford game. 
because that game was over by like 30 points. So Baylor, to me, just didn't seem – they just seemed to control in every single one of these games. But just a quick little bit of a – like knowing how some of these players got here, which is crazy to think about. Baylor on this roster had no McDonald All-Americans or a top 50 recruit. Uh, their three guards, which has been really just been the foundation of this team this year, basically playing with three point guards. Jared Butler was he went to Alabama and then transferred before even playing a game. And then Davion Davion Mitchell went to Auburn, transferred after losing his spart, starting spot midway through his freshman year, and he transferred to Baylor. And Massey Teague, who signed with UNC Asheville, transferred after two years there. And then I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name, Jonathan. Chama Chichua, he's from I think Cameroon. Chachua, I think. Chichua, uh, he's. From... Or wait, no, I'm thinking of the other guy. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's crazy name. They call him JTT, so I guess I'll just go with that. Is he the guy from Jamaica? Cameroon. Oh, Cameroon. I thought, damn, there was a guy. I thought there was a. Oh wait, wasn't uh, isn't Iudasuma from Jamaica? I don't think Iudasuma's from Jamaica. Damn, there was some guy in the tournament that was from Jamaica. I could have sworn. Anyway, that that's beside the point. Continue. Yeah, this Jonathan Chama Chichua, or whatever. He he, <laughs> he transferred out of uh, UNLV, and then Adam Flagler uh, transferred out of Presbyterian College. So, the only guys that were in the rotation, which Flo Thamba, Mark Vital, and Matthew Meyer, are the only Baylor recruits, which is just crazy to me to think about. And it just shows what of a what college basketball is turning into, even college football in a way, but most importantly college basketball because you can make an impact right away. Is how much the transfer portal is, and then you noted before the show that it's basically free agency, and it it basically is besides contracts and money and all that. But yeah, it's it's how much that just shows how much of an impact the transfer portal can have, and all every one of these guys even sat out a year. And it's just, just crazy to think about how you can win with just having a whole bunch of transfers on your team. Yeah, and it's the future of college sports. And, you know, gone are the days where you recruit a guy and you're with him for four years no matter what. Not anymore. I mean, they can transfer. And I think they have every right to. The coaches can leave, so why can't the players? That, that's where I come from. So, uh, yeah, coaches like Tom Izzo, I know you mentioned it, and I agree with you. They're he never really went into the transfer portal, although it's never really been a big thing, although he did today, apparently. So he's going to have to adjust. Coaches like him, coaches like Mike Krzyzewski, who I just wish would retire already, that rat guy. God, I can't stand him. Oh, and by the way, Kofi Coburn's from Jamaica, so too. That makes sense. You know, there you go. There you go. That's that's my point I had to make for some reason. So, yeah, going back to the transfer portal, it's the future of college sports. It is what it is. And I think there's – is there a limit where they can only transfer once or no? Usually, I don't think a player transfers more than one. Actually, Mac McClung could do that. I think – No, because I noticed there were some guys that did. So, I think they may institute that rule, which I think is fair. No, I think the rule that everyone wanted is if you are a first-time transfer, because that you could play right away. Because if you're a first-time transfer oh, yeah. and you're not a grad transfer, if you're a grad transfer, you can play right away for whoever you go to. But a dude like uh, a Shondi Brown, who may not have even played this year because, you know, he's not a grad transfer and he's coming from a different program, and he had to get a waiver, which if you got a waiver, if you go to the NCAA to get a waiver to play, you basically get in no matter what. But I think the rule was if you wanted a first-time transfer that you could play right away compared to 
sitting out a year, which all these Baylor players seem to do. So I think I think that was the rule that everyone was trying to implement. Yeah, that makes sense. Should be able to play right away. But again, future of sports, man, it's it's free agency. It's although, like you said, without the contracts and paying the players, which we'll get into that another time. But yeah, I got nothing else to say. You pretty much nailed everything. Yeah, I'm I'm currently reading up on something real quick about the about the transfer portal. It doesn't say anything where you have to transfer one time. I think it was just No, I I don't think there's no rule in place for that. I think they may do it because you know, I honestly think it's more in football than basketball. You see it. It's very often to where you may not even have to worry about it where a player transfers more than once. I don't think anybody really would anyway. Yeah, I doubt someone were to transfer twice. It I mean, I, I don't think anyone was to tra- were to transfer twice, but if they were, say they were in a program and, you know, they weren't getting playing time, they went to another program and all of a sudden the coach left, maybe. But I, I don't think that I don't think that happens. I think that's a rule that they should maybe explore if that continues to happen where people are transferring more than once. But, again, it's it, it just depends on how the thing's going on. If, if transferring just continues to be one team to an X, then you – move on to wherever in, in the pros, I think they don't even have to explore that option. But if it continues to get, oh, I'm going to go from Baylor to Houston to Gonzaga. Yeah, that, that, that won't happen. Yeah, I, I highly doubt that happens. And Houston has some transfers on their team as well from other schools, which every, I think everybody mostly did. Yeah. Maybe- uh, by the way, getting away from that, what are your thoughts? Because, I, I, man, I would be pissed if I was a Texas Tech fan. I think Chris Beard is an absolute joke for doing it. Leaving Texas Tech to go to Texas, man, that he is going to get booed when they go back to Texas Tech next year. Yeah, I also thought, uh, before I get to that, is what Scott Drew was talking about, how the state of Texas needed a national championship. I kind of thought, I kind of took it as a shot to the University of Texas, which I thought was kind of funny in a way. And which is true, Baylor or the the state of Texas has not won a national championship in basketball since Texas Western when I think it was like the sixties or something, which I thought was cool. But Jesus, <laughs> but back to your point about Chris Beard is, I know there's a there's a big rivalry between Texas Tech and Texas, and oh yeah, and I remember I was watching a, a documentary on Texas Texas football with Colt McCoy when he was on the team. And they were playing at Texas Tech. And I guess the narrative around there was if you go to Texas Tech, it basically was so you couldn't get into Texas. And I guess that's that's narrative. I, I don't know 100% if that's true. But I they, there's a big hatred there. I mean, you don't see a coach go from Michigan to Michigan State or vice versa. I was going to say, isn't that like Izzo or Izzo leaving state to go to Michigan? Yeah. I mean – that, that that's you don't do that. I mean, obviously, the, their excuse is going to be, well, he paid him a lot of money, and it's but Texas. But the thing is, is you know, getting, everybody was Texas. He was getting. I thought he was getting paid a a nice chunk of change at Texas Tech, though. I I don't know. Maybe it's just you know Texas comes calling, and I uh, just whatever. I man, I I would be. I I can't wait to see Texas at Texas Tech next year. That's got to be something to watch. Yeah, but watch them somehow not have a schedule where they don't play at Texas or at Texas Tech. No, they will. I I would think. Don't they play at least two games, one home, one away? I would hope. Uh, you would expect. 
especially since they're in the state of Texas. I mean, come on. I, I don't know. What, but that that's must-see TV, although it's nine months away. I mean, there now. is also times where Michigan and Michigan State have only played each other one time a year in the regular season. Yeah, I know. That was that was a joke. I, 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 can we, can they please put Michigan Michigan State the last game of the year? They did. No, like permanently? Um, I think that's just... Like they do with Duke UNC? Mm, I'm, I mean, it's, I mean, I guess not. All right. I, I mean, I guess why not, but... Come on, that'd be fun, man. They, they, they have the top two recruiting classes in the Big Ten. I, that's not... Obviously, Michigan, the whole country. I mean, that's not everything, but it's a... it's. That rivalry has definitely been amped up since, uh, what, 2012, 2013? What's the best rivalry night now in the Big Ten in college basketball? Um, Rutgers, Nebraska. Oh, Jesus. The bottom feed. Actually, Rutgers is good at basketball. Northwestern, Nebraska. Both bottom feeders. Hey, Rutgers is actually, may actually be decent at football next year, too, after this year. After, uh, you know what, you know what, uh, Rutgers Stadium is called, right? Yeah, I can't think of it, but I know it's it's called, it's called it. Shy Stadium, S H I. I still still don't know how they got into the Big Ten, but whatever. I, I don't know either, but it's just it's just crazy how much college basketball can change real quick. I mean, when Rutgers got into the Big Ten, they weren't good at anything, and now all of a sudden they they could be turning the corner in uh, in football and basketball, the the two good sports that you need to be good at. But again, they had to adapt though to the Big Ten because they're playing in what I think the Big East at the time. Uh, yeah. And next year, I know I'm talking about football now, but I don't care because guess what? Basketball season's over. Uh, that's gonna be interesting because Indiana's not Indiana anymore, if you know what I mean. And Rutgers isn't Rutgers anymore, so it's not you know mark it up as a win on the schedule for you know Michigan uh, Michigan State's going to be horrible although they get a bunch of transfers in Michigan but th- I, I can't wait for football season man it's going to be a normal season maybe I do not want to hear Michigan and football in the same sentence for a long time I do not want to oh too bad man spring football I already got the got the articles out on that freshman what's his name JJ McCarthy the savior that's going to save Michigan JJ McCarthy oh yeah okay. quarterback uh-huh. Yeah, here's the thing. I do not want to hear Michigan and football in the same sentence until whenever they kick off. Because I'm not, I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to buy into anything anymore. I'm just not. You don't want to buy into all the hype every year. This could be Harbaugh's year. Uh, yeah, because yeah, he's going to be gone after this year. Yeah, I think so. I hope Unless so. Unless actually, I don't sudden, hope so. He pulls a rabbit out of the hat, and all of a sudden they win the Big Ten, they somehow beat Ohio State, which is very, very – that's not going to happen. That's, just, that's a very, very small chance that happens. Yeah, that's not happening. Unless he somehow does that, um, I don't think he's returning because I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think Ward Manuel wants to be there. And I can't name you one person who wants Jim Harbaugh to be there. I really don't. Uh, there's still some Michigan fans that want it, and I don't understand. Thank God the most of them don't. I want – they finally caught some sense. I want Matt. Is it Matt Campbell from Iowa State? Yeah. I thought of a second. I thought of a second. I thought for a second that his name was Dan Campbell, but I was like, nope, that's mine, said Coach. Yeah, I know. I get those mixed up too. Matt and Dan Campbell. Matt Campbell did get a big contract, or at least a big contract extension 
last this off season, but you know, ah, uh, don't matter. Michigan comes calling, they throw him a bunch of money, buy him out, whatever. That's the thing. I don't think it was. I don't think he got money extension. I think it was just kind of. I think it was just years. We'll see how the season plays out. But, I'm, ex- uh, I'm yeah. expecting a seven and five season. They're gonna. Oh, I can't wait to read about J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy's not even going to play. That's the thing. He throws like Mahomes. No, that's that's the Texas Tech transfer quarterback. Cause... Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that's Patrick Mahomes right there, which I've, I've mm-hmm. seen that quite a few times. Is, did, the, did Michigan just land Patrick Mahomes because he went to Texas Tech? And then I just quickly uh, browse past that because I don't want to read it. I don't know. Last year was a wash, though. I don't take last year. Obviously. Well, Michigan's one thing because I've seen them do it for the last six years. But, like, with MSU, uh, it's just uh, wash it away, and then I'll take this season seriously. They're still going to be off. I mean, the team should not have finished two and six. That's Yeah, but, again, I, I can't – I don't take last season serious. It's the same thing with college basketball this year. I, I can't credit it, like, 100%. It's just – this is a weird season. I'm not going to take away anything from Michigan or nothing, but just it's not. It's been it was a different season. All right, how about that? How well do you think Tom Izzo was feeling on April Fool's Day that Roy Williams retired? I really don't think he cares. I don't care that his record is two and whatever two against and him. Whatever two and seven against him. Congratulations, he's still a good coach. I'm so. Did you see the stat on Roy Williams where there was he didn't he did not lose a round of sixty four game and. In his entire coaching career until uh, this year against Wisconsin. Yeah, I saw that when they were playing that. That that's that's insane. That's crazy to do, but I am just glad they got an NCAA tournament in. I'm I'm just glad after you know not one of the one of the only sports not to get it because you know they still played the NBA season. Uh, I believe the Masters that was done the MLB season, the NHL season. It was just great to see you know March Madness out there and seeing the. The drama with it all and all the upsets. Yeah, it was great, all in all. Wasn't the best ones, wasn't the worst, but, you know. A lot of upsets, though, a lot of upsets. Too many upsets. I can't, well, I mean, I don't, thank God the Final Four was not a 1-11 in seed. Well, it was a 1-11 in seed, but you know what I mean. I, I don't want to see Oral Roberts I want to see Oral Roberts in the Final Chicago. Four. I think that'd be crazy. See a 15 seed go up against Houston? That would be amazing. Yeah, I know, but at the end of the day, you want to see the best teams play. And we got that this year, and guess what? It ended up still sucking. So what do I know? You're just a Debbie Downer on everything. No, because I don't want to see a 13, 14, 15 seed in the Final Four or Elite Eight. It takes away from it because more times than not, it's going to be a horrible game. I want to see the best teams go at it at the end of the day. I don't necessarily need to see a one versus one like we did this year, but I don't want to see a one versus a ten or one versus you know. But come on, give me the best team. That's just how March Madness shapes out to be. It shapes out to be yeah. just like that. One team can have one bad day, and guess what? They're going home. Ask Ohio. Yeah, that's ask Ohio State that question. The beauty of the tournament. Exactly, and seeing man, I wish Oral Roberts beat Arkansas. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Wasn't that a close game? I don't remember. I watched too much basketball. I'm done. I'm sick of basketball. Yeah, Oral Roberts missed the buzzer beater to win it. With... Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, but we... On to baseball season, baby. Woo! Yay, baseball. 
Yeah, but we got a lot to talk about though with the NFL after uh, in, a, in a little bit. Oh yeah, and uh, I, t- I totally forgot. How how did I forget about that? We got the draft at the end of this month, man. Let's go. Yeah, I can't wait to see the Lions take a tight end. Hey, uh, he's not a tight end. I know he's a wide receiver tight end hybrid, something like that. I still don't want him at seven, but it doesn't look like they're going to be trading down. Yeah, I love seeing, speaking of, you know, rumors about Michigan quarterbacks and stuff, I love seeing the rumors all the time of, you know, that the Lions have a possibility of trading down. They ain't trading down. They're not. Yeah, they're not now. Nope, not after what happened with, you know, San Francisco. All right, to be fair, I don't think San Francisco was going to trade from 12 to 7 to begin with. I, I mean, if you're going to make a trade to get a franchise-changing quarterback, you don't trade to get the seventh pick. You trade to get the third pick. That's what you do. I mean. They didn't. They did trade to get the third pick. Didn't I say that? You said they traded to get the seventh oh, pick. You don't trade. If you want a franchise quarterback that changes. Okay, wait, no, I think I heard you wrong. I know what you You don't trade to get your quarterback at seven. You trade him to get at three. Right, right, right. And that's what they did. And, yeah, we'll get into that. I mean, I guess the only possibility is, you know, maybe the football team trading. But, I I, again, I I don't even see it anymore. I'm just starting. Well, you got to have someone to trade with. I know we all bitch about them wanting to trade down, and let's be honest, this season doesn't look like there's going to be someone to trade with. So take the best player. I know I don't want a receiver, but it is what it is. They need a lot of positions, though. Yeah, and then you look at the defensive. I mean, this obviously this draft, I don't know when's the last time there has been a pass rusher in the top ten. It's You know, it's very offensive. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Whatever. We'll get to a break. We, we, we're going way over time. We'll do this yep. next. We'll be back with more NFL talk in the draft. Okay, everyone. We're back with more 100% Sports Podcast. And I know we touched on it a little bit, you know, before uh, we went to break about all the NFL trades going on. Obviously, there's one that happened a few days ago with uh, Sam Darnold leaving New York. To go join Joe Brady and Matt Rule win the, in the Carolina with the Panthers, as Panthers got Sam Darnold and the Jets got the twenty the Panthers twenty twenty one sixth round pick, a twenty twenty two second and a twenty two twenty two fourth round pick. Nathan, what do you think of this trade? Well, that obviously tells you that the Jets are taking a right. Well, why the Zach Wilson or Justin Fields too? And I guess why not? Might as well load them off. You got a second round pick, and I don't know what else you said out of it. So fourth and a sixth. So yeah, it's better than nothing. I, I you definitely tell what their mind is set on, and this also means that Carolina is probably unlikely going to trade up, at least for a quarterback. So yeah, that uh, that limits the opportunities for the Lions to trade down. Do you think? Do you think the Panthers gave up too much for him? Uh. Look, I think Sam Darnold always got a bad rep playing for the Jets because he never really had an O-line or any team around him. Um, man, I don't know. I could care less about the six. The fourth rounders, yeah, it's just that second-round pick. You know what? If they got a guy, their, their mind is set on the guy. They got Joe Brady to you know maybe work him out a little bit. The, the Carolina's a pretty damn good team. Um, they still sure, will- why not? I, I- 
they still hold on to the eighth pick where they can easily get like a Devontae Smith or something. Yeah, so I, I no, nah, I don't think they give up too much. I, I think Sam Darnold better than people realize. I don't think he's, you know, great or amazing or anything. I just think, you know, he got over overlooked at the Jets because of just how future the Jets are. Do you think have been? Do you think that the Bengals, you know, just you know, mentioning Joe Brady kind of got me going thinking of Joe Burrow with LSU. Do you think that the Bengals should draft uh, Sewell out of Oregon, or do you think they draft, or do you think they should take like someone like a Jamar Chase out of? Uh, no, no, hell no. Take Sewell. Take an alignment. Sewell's a beast. They need alignment there. Joe Burrow got sacked. I don't know how many times before he got injured last year. That all line needs help. Receivers again. Get him in the second round. Get him in the third round. Don't take him in the first round, especially the top ten, unless you have to. So no, Sewell is what they need. That was something that I was a little bit curious about that I wanted to see what you thought on. Well, the Bengals are stupid, and they will take a wide receiver because, again, the Bengals are stupid. And then the blockbuster trades, two blockbuster trades, is that, you know, we spoke about it a little bit earlier. The 49ers got the third overall draft pick, which I thought I just found crazy when it when it broke because – I had no idea that the Dolphins were going to make a trade or, you know, the the Dol- or the or 49ers, let alone the 49ers, go all the way up nine spots. That the 49ers got the third pick and the Dolphins get the 12th overall pick, which they don't belong to anymore. They get the 12th, the 12th overall pick, a first and third round pick in 2022, and a first round pick in 2023. Nathan, your thoughts? Uh, win for both teams, I think. Uh, the Dolphins, obviously. I mean, God, you're just getting more draft picks. And let's be honest, they don't really need that third overall pick. They need a receiver to go with Tua or the, or really another, well, their line's pretty good. But they're probably going to take a receiver to begin with. And you don't want to take a receiver at three. That's like taking a corner at three. <laughs> Not sure where I heard that before. And for the 49ers, hey, they're all in. They're going to get a quarterback. They gave up their first round picks in the next couple of years, but they're all in. They got a team. They have a Super Bowl caliber team. People do realize that they went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Crazy thing so, about. It. Yeah, so they're gonna get a quarterback at three. It's sound. I think it's gonna be Justin Fields because I think Wilson's going too. Although the hot name going around is Mac Jones, which I don't know why. You know, I, I don't know why either. Oh, nice throw out at the plate. All right, all right. Yeah, and I don't know why Justin Fields' draft stock seems to be changing so much where you'll see him possibly be around second or third, and then all of a sudden you'll see him drop out of the top ten because the Falcons aren't taking him, and the 49ers are taking Mac Jones, and the Bengals, Dolphins, Lions, Panthers, Broncos, Cowboys aren't taking one either. And I don't know why Justin Fields' draft stock is just continuing to change. You know, I've seen him all somehow go to, like, the Patriots or something. It's crazy to think about, and – just I don't know why Justin Fields keeps changing all the time. I think he's either going to be there at two or he's going to be there at three. I think he's getting taken somewhere in there. If he falls somehow, which I think, you know, the 49ers taking Mac Jones is basically taking Mitch Trubisky with the Bears. I I just I don't see him falling so much. I don't even know why he's changing so much, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know. You're right. It's been constantly back and forth with people predicting, but uh, whatever, we'll find out in three weeks. But So, go back to the lines now at seven. Um, 
Well, I don't know if they're going to be able to trade down much, uh, if at all. So, yeah, but hold on, hold on. Before, you know, we, before we get to the Lions, there's one more trade that we did not. Oh, make. yeah, that's right. The Dolphins again. Yeah, the Eagles got the. This time they traded out of the sixth spot to get to the 12th spot. So the Eagles had the 12th pick, a 2021 fourth round pick, and then the Dol- and a 2022 first round draft pick. I think that was part of the. I think they just got the 49ers pick out of that. And then the Dolphins get the sixth pick and a fifth round pick in the, tw- in the 2021 draft. So. Again, the Dolphins, I think they had their eyes set on a receiver they want because the Jaguars are not taking one. The Jets are not taking one. The 49ers aren't taking one. I don't see the Falcons taking one. To be honest with you, I think the Falcons, I think they could take a quarterback. I, I think they could. Oh, I think they should take a quarterback, but I don't know if the quarterback they want is going to be on the board. The Bengals, I think, are going to, I think they're going to go with Sewell. And the Dolphins would still have. Jamar Chase and Devontae Smith sitting there at six. So the Dolphins are so smart, man. They're so smart. And think about it. They have what they – I think they have the 18th overall pick. That's where they finished. So they were right on the fringe of making the playoffs this year. And you have a, a top three pick. You trade out of it. And you get the sixth pick after trading – after, you know, got the 12th pick, then you got the sixth pick. I don't think you picked up an extra first-round pick in 2023. I mean, are the Dolphins just a blueprint to, you know, taking a rebuild? They're the Oklahoma City Thunder of the NFL. Yeah. Simple as that. But the Thunder Thunder have way more draft picks. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, basketball is different, though, too. There's only two rounds. I mean, you can't even imagine a football team having that many picks. But, yeah, it's... It's insane. The Dolphins. The Dolphins can do. I mean, hell, if I'm the Dolphins, I wouldn't even take a receiver if Sewell's on the board. I'd take Sewell, and then take a receiver what 18 or wherever they finished 18. last year. Yeah. So, I mean, this whole idea that I, I hate that you have these star receivers are in the top 10. Uh, no, go look at where the star receivers in the NFL have been drafted over the last five years. It's not the first round. It's the second and third. So. Now, if, you, if you're like the Lions and you don't have a choice, you can't trade down, there's no partners. I still – I said this months ago. I still think Kyle Pitts is this – I don't want to say freak, but he's not a tight end, okay? He's a receiver. Treat him as a receiver. I would take him over Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, and Devontae Smith. That's me. Now, I don't want to take him at seven, but it doesn't seem like we're going to have a choice. So, who knows? Yeah, just looking at some potential trade candidates, just going down the list. I mean, I guess the Broncos could trade, but I I think they're sticking with Drew Locke for a little bit. Uh, Cowboys have their quarterback set. I think the Giants are keeping Daniel Jones for a bit, try another season with him. Eagles with Jalen Hurts. Just I think I think the Broncos would probably be your best best choice. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't you've never you don't hear the Broncos in trade rumors, so that's the thing. Well, you know, you never know. It's always a team that you don't hear about. But exactly. the Bron- the Broncos and quarterbacks, man, that's Peyton Manning. Yeah, well, yeah, and they didn't even draft him. They traded for him. So they can't draft quarterbacks. At least John Elway can't. So whatever. I, I don't know. We'll see how it plans out. I just the, man, the Lions The Chargers still have Justin. They're they're taking a receiver. Yeah, I I mean there's nothing wrong with taking Kyle Pitts, 
There's nothing. No, nothing, it's just nothing wrong with it. Okay, what I don't want to hear from people in the city is, "Oh, it's another tight end. They took another." Okay, come on. He's not. He's not a tight end. All right. I don't care what anybody says. He does not line up. I guarantee you, he'll barely line up as a tight end here. Even if he does, what's wrong with having two tight ends? Uh, because not many. Because everyone wants to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, and how well, you know what? Yeah, and you know what they do? They draft the receivers late in the draft. Wasn't Tyree Kill a fifth-round draft pick? Um, I can look that up for you, but I have... Yeah, well, that's their definition of... Well, this isn't rocket science here, but you build a team from the line out. So, my hope, which this won't happen, my fantasy, is that Sewell's on the board at seven. That I don't think that's going to happen. Although... The Bengals are known to be stupid, and I could see the Bengals taking Kyle Pitts. So, but then the Dolphins would draft Sewell. So, I God, there's so many different ways we can go with this. Um, I have honestly, I have no idea uh what's gonna happen with this draft, which is which is cool. Uh, by the way, Terry Kill was drafted in the fifth round in two thousand. Yeah, see, exactly in two thousand sixteen. But you also gotta look. Kyle Pitts is six six two forty, and I mean. To be honest, all these forty times, which it seems like everyone's running four fours now, uh, I, I don't, don't look. I don't think much. it's basically saying a a college pro, a college football player. When you look at like um any college website, you know that they measure the say Michigan measures what? Uh, they, I think they had Jabril Peppers like six two, six three when he's like six one, six foot, something like that. Yeah. It's basically a four four forty like measured by college. Basically, like. I feel like it's like a four seven, a four six, something like that, which is still freakishly fast. But four four with for every single prospect, uh, uh-uh. it'll all it all says unofficial. I've never been big into the combine stuff. I know a lot of people are, and they take a lot of, you I know, take a lot I out of it. I just want another forty I, time. That's about it. Yeah, that's true. That, that's that's really all I care about with, with well, I guess any player, but linebackers. Yeah, I I don't I don't put much stock into it. No, not really. I mean, I'm fine with Kyle Pitts to be honest with you. It's just another weapon, and you know, you want you want Jared Goff to work out because then, you know, it's one thing you don't have to worry about, and the most important position is quarterback, and you don't have to worry about it. I mean, I want uh, Jared Goff to work out. You know. Because then all of a sudden you don't have to trade for one or draft one. You don't have to worry about that. So you got to give him a little bit of a weapon and give him a little bit of a chance. You can't just go out there and give him undrafted uh, college rookies or 33-year-old wide receivers. You, you just can't do that. Yeah, I, I I agree completely. I just, man, I wish they could trade out. I just, it's not looking like it's going to happen. Especially now, so. after the 49ers and then, then the Eagles and the Dolphins then. Then you just don't see it. You just don't see them. You don't see a possible candidate unless something comes out of nowhere in the middle of the night. Breaking news: Lions trade, and it's just, ah, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. But there's one thing that was actually really crazy. So, back coming back from opening day with Comeric Park, uh, sitting in the back seat with one of my friends, and then, uh, he goes, "Oh my God, the Lions just traded for the fourth overall pick in the draft." And then I just realized that's the social media. It's you're coming, you're getting it from Instagram. You're not getting it from like NFL or something. And then I think, yeah. what's today? Oh, at the time it was April 1st. What's April 1st? April Fool's Day. I said, slide one more picture over and it's a laughing emoji. I said, 
I told you, man. It's you can't believe anything on that day. You just can't. You gotta like on April Fool's Day. You gotta you if you see something, you gotta just get a few a few other sources to get that right. I know. One of them was that Michael Strahan got his tooth teeth tooth gap filled. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like, well, why would you do that? That's his, you know, that's his trademark. But I, yeah, that was a joke. I so. also <laughs> thought uh, Roy Williams retiring was kind of a joke as well, because that happened right on April Fool's Day, and I think well, Chris Beard went to Texas that day too. Yeah, and Roy Williams and my he's smart to get out. I think he's still seventy. I I don't know why you'd want to coach past seventy like Bayheim. Although Bayheim probably did it because of his kids, so I don't know. I, Buddy I, Buckets. Yeah, well, didn't show up in that last game they played. Hey, still got them to the anyway. So, are are we going to do the fast five since I'm in charge of it this time? Yes, you can do it. You, Nathan, you're in charge of the fast five. Go away, Eric. Go all right. So I came up with all of these five of these questions on my own. I feel and, very proud uh, of We're going to start off. I feel very proud. We're going to start off with. Uh, yeah. Your mom and dad should be proud. Aaron Rodgers. Your mom and dad should be proud. What? Your mom and dad should be proud. Yeah, right. Don't be proud that I'm at college and got a scholarship for some of it. Be proud that I came up with five questions on my own. Okay. All right, we're going to start off with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'll just say Aaron Rodgers, and what are your thoughts about him with this whole Jeopardy thing? Yeah, so obviously, you know, I had Alex Trebek pass away unexpectedly. And Aaron Rodgers seems to just be a big Jeopardy guy. He showed up on the show every once in a while. And he was the host yesterday. And on the final Jeopardy, I did not watch the show at all. Uh, Nathan, I don't think you know what happened at all. But on the final Jeopardy, you know how you, like, you're going to wager your points and stuff. Or wager, not your points, your money. And right. I think the guy at the point, I don't think, could have won. And, you know, you write down your answer to, to the question. And I don't even know what the question was. And all of a sudden, the guy goes, and the question or the answer read, whose idea was it to kick the field goal? The field goal, and, you know, when they went for it on, or in fourth and goal at the end of the Bucks packers game, the NFC Championship game oh, this yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's what his answer read. Whose idea <laughs> was it to kick the field goal? And Rodgers was probably the awkwardest laugh. I have, I have the most uncomfortable laugh you've seen. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that answer is not right, and it was it was hilarious. Yeah, I I know a lot of people don't like Aaron Rodgers because he does walk around with, you know, I am better than you mentality you and that look on his face. Which, whatever, I, I don't hate him, I don't love him, but you know, again, I don't watch Jeopardy, so I really don't care if he ends up on there. Although I know he is smart because he was on Celebrity Jeopardy. This guy's like. It's insane. What? Yeah, whatever. We'll get on to the next question. It's weird I'm yep. doing this. Um, okay, what are, what are your thoughts on the 17th game, uh, the NFL season? I I don't know about it, but go ahead. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, it'll definitely be a little bit weird, you know, not having this normal 16 games. I'm wondering, though, does the NFL season start at the same time as the college football season? Because, you know, you have the three – well, their plans are to start the same and go a week later. So the Super Bowl will be pushed back. Okay. Um, I don't. I. I don't see a problem. I don't see a problem with it. Doesn't really matter to me. The only thing I'm worried about is the Lions could possibly go 0 and 17 this time. Okay. Well, I hate it. Oh. Because one, I don't need more than 16 games. 16 games is perfect. It's been perfect, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's been great for 30 years. 
Um, 17 games, that's an odd number, meaning you know they're going to 18 in the future, which, why? I know why, because of money, and, you know, those greedy billionaire owners can't get enough of it. And those last couple weeks of the season, man, it's just, it's the same thing in basketball, hockey, and baseball. The last month of the season, it's it's a drain, you know? You don't want to, you're waiting for the playoffs, so I don't know. I, I don't like it, but... Yeah, it is what it is. All right, moving on to the NBA draft. Uh, Jalen Suggs tore it up, except for this last game, uh, throughout the NCAA tournament, and a lot of people are thinking they take him over Cunningham. So Suggs or Cunningham, you got the number one overall pick, Suggs or Cunningham, who are you going with? Uh, I like. I really like both of them. Um, I think. Kate Cunningham's size benefits him more, and you can move him more, around more as a one or a two, uh, shooting out or a point guard. I think I'm still sticking with Kate Cunningham, even though Suggs played phenomenal. I, I, I'm still sticking with Kate Cunningham. Just a different breed, man. He's just a different breed. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. I didn't watch much college basketball season except a little bit through February, March. I'll say Jalen Suggs just because I love what I saw in the NCAA tournament. I, you know, I think a lot of people are going to say that just because of what they did in the tournament because Cunningham didn't do well and Suggs did. But, man, I just, you know, at the end of the day, I really don't care. I'll take either one. Hell, I'll even take Evan yep. Mobley. I'm sure you agree. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right, the Tigers' outlook. Uh, what are you thinking this year? I, 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 I'll go first. I don't think 100 losses. I'm thinking – at least 70, 75 wins. Maybe not 500, but not a 100-loss worst team in the MLB. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, to be honest with you, are are there going to be a lot of games canceled? I, I don't really know about that. Funny thing yesterday is that Texas Rangers had a full-capacity stadium. Oh, that was to awesome. Me, that <laughs> looked a little strange. Uh, just because... Oh, that looked really strange. Just because, you know, we're used to tarps in the first 10 rows you know you got spaces a whole lot of empty seats it, to me it looked strange you know but it was awesome to see it it looked strange though to me but back to the Tigers thing I don't really know because baseball is such a weird sport and it's such a long season that base anyone can win I'm gonna say they finish I'll say uh 70 wins all right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, and last question here. What is the coolest coolest sporting game, sports game, event, whatever you've been to? To me, there's a few. Um, I would have to say, well, I was apparently at Steve Eisenman's Jersey retirement on uh, my mom's birthday. I was four years old at the time. I have no I, I don't remember it at all, but I was there. So that's not going to be num- – it seemed <laughs> like it would be a really cool moment to remember, but I don't know. Uh, I've been to Real Madrid, Manchester United at the big house when Cristiano Ronaldo came out and played. I thought it was one of the coolest things ever. But I don't think that's number one. To me, either watching uh, Michigan-Indiana under the lights. Actually, it didn't start under the lights, but it ended up becoming under the lights for majority of the game in 2018. Just watching a football game under the lights is just awesome. Or Michigan basketball, my first game with Trey Burke. I'm going to have to go with Michigan-Indiana under the lights. Football, it is. Okay, all right. I, I got a couple, too, here. Um, 
One was, man, I don't know what year it was. It was back when the Wings are still making the playoffs and they're actually decent. I think I had to be around 10 or 11. And I went to round two, game three, the Stanley Cup playoffs against Chicago. Oh, my God. That was my first ever hockey playoff game. You talk about loud and fans. 20,000 packed the Joe. The Wings won. That was great. Um, They lost in overtime in game seven, which, man, they could have won it that year. But whatever. Um, another one was, oh, I've been to plenty of Tiger games. The one Tiger game, which was really cool was in 2016 and JD Martinez came off an injury. He came to pinch hit in like the eighth inning and hits a home run on the first pitch. That, that was sweet. And then I went to the playoff game in 2013. Yeah, it was 2013. It was before, you know, the Boston, Boston series happened against Oakland. So. Yeah, it was game three against Yeah, game three against the Oakland A's, man. That them. was cool. Playoff atmosphere, man. There's nothing better than that. See, I'm I'm waiting for my best moment because it's gonna be in the Emirates at London in England. That's gonna be I, I feel that's gonna be my best moment. We'll, we'll make it happen. What how about this? Not just an Arsenal game. What about an Arsenal Tottenham game? Mm, we better win though. That better be a win. Can you imagine the stadium? Oh, my God. That would be so electric. That's my dream is I got to go to an Emirates game. And I don't care who they play, but it's got to be just insane. I need to see, like, two or three goals. It'll it'll be crazy. Yeah. And go in, like, I don't know, maybe go August or September. Don't go when it's cold and No, I'll do it in the spring. I'll do it in, like, April, May, end of the season. Oh, on their title. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be there when they lift the title. Exactly. Okay, well, I know I did the fast five question, but you can still close this out All right, Nate, you want to add anything before we go? No, that's it. By the way, Tigers are in the bottom of the 10th inning looking to walk it off. Not that anyone cares. All right, but, yeah. until next time. See ya!